welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and each week, me and my buddy Murph are going to get together and talk about something nerdy. Let's jump right in. All right, and we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and what's up, buddy? What's up, man? What up? What's up? This is like the third week in a row, or third week that you don't have a hand to crush over your head. Hey, man, I had one. Did we not have one last week? You had one last week, but then we, uh, we had oh, to stop yeah. and reset. Yeah, I forgot. I was, uh, wasn't going to talk about that PTSD. <laughs> well, what's been going on with you, man? Oh, nothing. Just waiting on the weather to change and become fall. Yeah, it's been uh, down here. It's been uh, it's been gross. It rained a little while ago, but then it gets really hot and muggy. Yeah, that's one thing about Texas is we're like everyone else gets four seasons mm-hmm. a year. I don't even know what the other seasons are. The only seasons I know of are summer yeah. and winter. And summer has two seasons within it. It has regular summer and then liquid yeah, hot magma yeah. summer. It's hot and cold. That's the only two seasons we have. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, there is about three weeks in the fall that's just perfect. And there's about three weeks in the spring that's just abs- they're just absolutely perfect. But it, it's really only about three weeks. Yeah, man. I don't like how they like tease you like that. Like, you know we're in we're not in is it nice weather is it nice nice weather is spider-man in mcu is he not in mcu (laughs) well that's see what i did there i guess (laughs) uh okay so before we jump into all the topics today uh we it's the first wednesday of the month and so this is and it's october it's happy october happy halloween yeah we're starting our new fancy fandangled schedule so this first wednesday we're going to be talking about all the previous fights that we have every friday night we have a a fight between two characters usually from different kind of universe either marvel dc one time we had james bond versus indiana jones i think just mixing it up and so in this episode we're going to discuss those because me and marv don't ever agree on them so i think it'd be interesting to actually add some stories to those uh friday fights so we're going to do that in a little bit. Um, I'm really excited about this. You know who we need to have Who's that? next Friday? Who's that? Jesus versus Satan. Yeah, we're not going to do that, man. Why not, man? That's a perfect fight. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I'm not touching that. Okay, my, my bad. My um, bad. <laughs> that threw me off completely. <laughs> uh, no, I knew exactly what I was going to say, and now I have no idea what I was going to say. Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man is next, but first I was going to talk about, uh, yeah, I guess Spider-Man, since you threw me completely <laughs> off. New new layout? Our new, uh, our new setup? Uh, yeah, new sure. Schedule? It's new. We have a new schedule. It's going to be good. Uh, next week's going to be Merc Choice. I have no idea what he's going to talk about. Hopefully he lets me know soon. Uh, and yeah, I'm really excited about it. Real quick, now you know what I was thinking? I mean, this is only episode, what, 36 or so? And I know there's 52 weeks in a year. And we had, mm-hmm. we took, vac- obviously, we went on vacation um, yeah. over the summer or the late mm-hmm. late spring, early summer. Have we been recording for over a year now, though? Uh, No, I don't think so. If you, if you don't count the, if you count the time that we were off, then yeah, technically, but no. But I mean, our yeah, first yeah. episode came out around this time last year, right? Yeah. We've that's, been uh that's been around the idea of it. Yeah, we've been doing it for about a year. Finally got a decent schedule going. That's crazy. 
Yeah, it's crazy. And it, we've been actually here lately, been picking up a little bit of traction uh, every time we're going. There's different, um, there's different like podcast apps out there and, and sites. And I'll just randomly go to one of them and see if we're on there. And we're on a few, we're on most of them. And uh, it, sometimes there'll be reviews. I just read a really nice review yesterday from some people that listen. Yeah, I saw that one. It was very nice. And so it's it's really good that we're getting we're catching some steam. And so we just got to keep it going. Hopefully things will pick up. So real quick for those interested, because we have some folks that have been listening from the get-go. When you listen yeah. to this episode on October 2nd, 2019, our mm-hmm. first episode we ever published on Anchor was October 3rd, 2018. So, And I would, nice. I would like to think... I would like to think that this, at, at the very least, the sound sounds better than the first episode. Uh, I, I actually, I'm going to go back and listen to it opposed to this one. I haven't listened to that first episode in a long time, so it'll be good to listen to that. Good times. I don't even remember what we talked about. It was uh, we introduced ourselves. Yeah, we talked about our favorite characters and stuff like that. Freaking no. Freaking nerds. God, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Don't go listen to those if you've only been listening for like a Which couple is weeks. interesting because we're, you know, now I feel like it's not that big of a deal. We just do it, we record, and not saying we're experts or anything, but I think we're 100% more comfortable than the first time. Those first few times we recorded, man, I, I don't know why. I was just extremely nervous, didn't know what to talk about, thought I sounded stupid. And even though I might still sound stupid, I'm, I'm way more comfortable with it. Yeah, it's weird. Like now, I just sit here. I can multitask and do other things, yeah. and still know what I'm talking about. And before, I was like, "Man, I need to make sure I have everything lined up to make sure I know what I'm going to say and no dead spots." And <laughs> am I saying "uh" too much? Yeah. Am I popping my peas? But psh, dude, now I, you have me to cut all that stuff out when we do yeah. that. So it's good. Yeah, man. Fuck that uh, shit, man. I'm excited though because we are going to start doing some some YouTube videos, which kind of restarts that nervousness. Um, but it's going to be good. Like I'm going to start doing the, on Thursdays, I'm going to start posting pull list reviews. So, uh, it'll be like weekly content on YouTube. I'm really nervous, but excited to do that. And then we tried, we tried the tonight to make it go live, yeah. but oh man, this is, I got to really like sit down. Like tomorrow, we'll have to figure that out. tomorrow yeah. night, I'm going to really sit down. Okay. So we, we usually record later on in the week, but we're recording Back on schedule, because we used to record on Saturdays. So we're back on schedule. So tomorrow it frees me up to look for a solution. And it's just it's mainly because we're so far away from each other. Yeah, that's the thing is people are like, why don't you just turn the camera around and record? Well, we actually don't record yeah. in the same place. Which is unfortunate because I had made plans. And my wife and I, we can talk about this for a second. My wife and I had these plans. We talked it over and. And we were going to move into the same, not for the purpose of the podcast, it was just a plus. We were looking at houses and we were going to move to the same area that Murph lives in, but uh, we decided to stay here with the hippies and the beautiful Austin, Texas. Mm. So so maybe we'll get together, uh, we'll do it like quarterly or something, have like a big quarterly episode. A palooza. Yeah, I've gotten a really good. You'll have to come down here one time. I'll have to go down there or something like that. I got a. I've developed a really good relationship with a comic book shop here that I go to frequently called Titan Moon Comics. If you're in Austin, Cedar Park, you got to check those guys out. They're awesome. And so I, I bet we could do something with them, like host a whole night and have a whole like kind of event thing with them. I'll, I'm going to talk to them about it. I'll bring the pizza. 
Okay. I don't think they want pizza there with all their, <laughs> their comic books. Yeah, man. You eat greasy pizza and then you just touch all the pages in the comics. Yeah. But we got a lot of good things working. I mean, uh, lots of engagement, lots of love on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram's looking, I think it looks great now. We've got some official stuff, some regular posting on there. So if you're on any of those platforms, if you have Instagram, if you have YouTube, Twitter, just find us and we'd love to chat with you. But uh, let's now that we've got all that shameless promotion out of the way, let's talk about like some, and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about some nerdy stuff. I hope that doesn't like uh, destroy people's ear when you do that. I don't know. It doesn't when I listen to it, but I also don't listen to it at full volume. Well, so I'm honestly doing it more in like a. I just it's like whenever you have to watch commercials or ads start popping up on things, I'm like, dude. Oh yeah, it's like I, a pop up. I get it. Like I know you guys want me to like and subscribe, but I just always hate I hate <laughs> when they say it. Yeah. Especially when they have a hundred thousand million followers. I'm like, dude Yeah, it's really annoying. You're we get it. You're like the man like it's like ninja asking for people to like and subscribe you know what i mean yeah, but we like, do want you we do want you guys to like and subscribe yeah and, yeah. Leave, a, and leave a review on apple or wherever and leave a, yeah and i really do want you to do that stuff but i still am gonna make fun of it yeah you don't have to leave like five stars or whatever do whatever you want to but i would actually like to listen to, to read some feedback that way we can because we're trying to fine-tune this thing we are still those guys in the garage just doing this as a hobby but i want it to be enjoyable you know what i mean i don't want it to be like i'm not listening to those guys it sucks they sound bad and it's annoying you know what i mean like there'd be no point for us to do this if we weren't trying to be can you come along on a journey with me real quick sure i think it's perfect because it's imperfect yeah i know but at the same the same uh in the same regard we would try to improve it try to improve it because People aren't going to listen like, oh, man, yeah, those guys, that just sounds bad. Like, <laughs> we don't want to shoot to sound bad. And eventually, once we start getting out of the garage and we get our own corporation and we sound really, really good, all the people that first listen to us, I'm just going to be like, I don't need you anymore and put sunglasses on and walk yeah. away. Well, that's, that's just, what you do when you get famous. That's just going to be you. I'm still going to be <laughs> me and talk to everybody and everyone that I interact with. I won't have time to. Listen. All I need you to do is just show up on Saturdays and talk to me. I'll do the rest. As long as nobody touches me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, so let's talk about something nerdy. And We've gotten our promotions out of the way. Murph and I have caught up. We have talked about uh, the weather for some reason. And here we are. Uh, any news that we have, the only real news that we have is because uh, we talked about Last of Us for 40 minutes last week. Which was actually a really good episode. I listened to it the other day at work. It was really, it was actually entertaining. I was surprised because while, you know, when we were doing it, I was like, mm, I don't know if people are going to listen to this. I listened to it while I was working out. Is that weird? Like let people listen no. to music? I listen to podcasts. No, I listen to podcasts every time I work out. And you think it's pretentious for us to listen to our own podcast? It's like, wow, they're listening to their own podcast. Well, the thing is, we're trying to make it better. Again, yeah, we got to make it better. And I don't only listen. That would be weird if I only listened to our podcast. I listen, to, I listen to some other ones to kind of, you know, steal from them. Exactly. Basically. <laughs> basically. Okay, so Spider-Man. If you hadn't heard, which it just, the news just broke. But by the time this episode airs, it's going to be, they'll probably have some more news. And it's going to be a little while. It'll be stale. Spider-Man. Yeah, for sure. Spider-Man is back in the MCU. And I called it. I knew it was going to happen. I didn't realize it was going to happen this soon, but I knew it was going to happen. I don't remember you calling this. 
I'm pretty sure I did. I, I, I think I can screenshot some messages and send it. Somebody somebody check the tape for uh, me. I, can, I don't I can screenshot some messages and send it out. I think that I said that I gave an option on how the story could go with Spider-Man going to Sony by itself. And but I didn't think that was gonna come to that. I'm pretty sure. I will say this, it's a win for it's a win for the fans. Yeah, for sure. And it's a win for Sony, uh, honestly, because Yeah, fuck because Disney. Okay, there's a few ways that this can go. Let me talk about what I do know, though. The two parties came to an agreement. Uh, Disney is now set to receive roughly 25% of the profits along with all merchandising revenue, which is a, a big jump because what it was like 5%? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're going to get they're going to make So they're asking there. for 30. Well, I guess they they met at 25, which is still a good deal for for Disney. But it, it with for Sony, it keeps Tom Holland in the game because Tom Holland was kind of discouraged about leaving the MCU. It makes him happy, and it also springboards him into because they're making Venom too. They're making Morbius. They have this big, you know, they have a a pretty heavy. They have a plan. Yeah, they have a pretty heavy plan, and they can they can cameo. They can sprinkle in Spider Man. In the best and case the scenario, in the best case scenario, those movies work better with Spider Man. So absolutely. And 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 for Tom Holland to be in it 100%, you got to kind of give him what he wants to. You know what I mean? You got to and for the fans, it's for everybody. It's a it's a general better idea just to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, they probably after all the decisions were made, they sit back and started watching feedback. Hopefully, oh yeah, they probably not only got fans for- and stock and things like that, and realize you know what we probably need to make this work for. Yeah, both of us to make some money. Well, there were fans. Just, there were fans. There were other st- movie stars. The the fellow castmates for all those movies were out there saying stuff about it. I'm just glad that Sony had to take. Cons- they did get an increase in uh, merchandising, but everything else is probably not a win for them. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm happy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the new deal will also see Disney put up roughly a quarter of the financing for the un- the still entitled third film so they're gonna have to put up some money to make it happen which is good because they have the money prediction title predictions Uh, i don't yet i don't yet i actually i know next week's your episode i don't want to hijack it but there is a few things that i think that they should do with the movie some directions that i think they should take it not that they ever listen to us as far as the title i need to think about it i think it's going to be spider-man mobile home how long did you did you write that? How long did it take you? To, about point seven seconds. To workshop that one. <laughs> about point seven uh, seconds. Surprisingly, the Spider-Man film already has a date. It's July sixteenth, twenty twenty-one, which means twenty twenty-one is going to be an insane year for movies. Yeah, there's. I got to look at the roadmap again. We did a roadmap, a Disney roadmap of all their movies. Yeah, we need to look again. Do. I'm. You know what I saw the other day? I saw some stuff for Artemis Fowl. Uh-huh. Not to change the subject, but. That's a good. That's a good book. I am ready for more of that. I'm really intrigued yeah. by what I've been seeing with that. Yeah, but okay. So 2021. Just uh, if I'm missing something, hit us up. I know you got Fast and Furious 10 coming out. Yikes! I know you got Doctor Strange. Meh. Coming out. Okay. It's, I think it'll be okay. Doctor Strange coming out. You have, I think, Suicide Squad. Yes. Batman comes out in twenty twenty one. You mean okay. Twilight Man? Okay, <laughs> you're going, you hate this movie. 
And all you need is you need to just give it a chance, man. I don't know, man. It's gonna be a big year for movies. Avatar two is supposed to come out in twenty twenty one. Is it Avatar or Avatar? Okay. Avatar two is supposed to come out in twenty twenty one. So it's gonna be a big year for movies. I'm sure I missed a few movies, but I mean, how many movies do you need? All of them. Jesus. So July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. I can't wait to see some more stuff from it. I'm excited. Um I think that there's no way that they can't introduce the Spider-Verse into the into that movie. I feel like that's the only way to to cross it over with the Sony universe is to use Venom. I, I, I think what you're saying. I'm thinking the only way to make Venom too successful is to have Spider-Man referenced in it at some point. Yeah, even if it's just, I mean, even if it's a reference or a shot of him on TV or in the newspaper or something. Because okay, this is what I'm thinking, folks, and this is very loose. I haven't really thought about it too long. This is something that I just thought about while I was waiting. I'm, I'm sure. Um, maybe at the end of the movie, roll credits or whatever, you uh, Eddie Brock sees something on TV or listens to something on the radio. You get that uh, J. Jonah Jameson talking about Spider Man being you know, a menace and he's really Peter Parker. And then since he's the lethal protector, he's, you know, he's going to say, or he's going to run into him or something. It's going to come. It's going to make them have some sort of conflict. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. Like, like Eddie Brock sees that like on his phone or something, Uh he sees that New York times, J. Joe Jameson. And since he's that investigative, you know, journalist in the first one, maybe he goes to try to get the scoop. For his, you know, vlog show that he had, Eddie Brock's. What was it called? Did you ever see yeah. Venom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Yeah, I saw Venom. He had some, like, YouTube show for himself mm-hmm. that he uh, that he would tell the news. So maybe it's something like that that they'll do. I don't Venom, know. Venom was good up until the very last fight. Venom was entertaining. Um, I don't know if it was good, but it was uh, it was definitely entertaining. I I didn't hate it. I, I I still think it works better with Spider-Man. That's the whole reason, like the whole Venom thing with him using webs and, and doing all that. That's why I'm glad they didn't do too much of that in the movie because it doesn't make sense without Spider-Man. Yeah. So this new deal will allow Marvel Studios and Sony to finally close out the trilogy of the Spider-Man films with Tom Holland. And that's really all I wanted. I don't really care. They can kill him off at the end of it. Yeah, I just... Well, I just didn't want it to because right now, if they would have never did it, it just would have ended with the big cliffhanger, and that was it. And then they they would have had to make all those the, all the rest of the future MCU movies. They would have to do like lazy story writing just to make it work. Yeah, they would have just put him in hiding or something. Yeah, so at least now they can finally close that story. Even though the new deal is that he promises they promise that Spider Man is going to be in this movie the third one, and another Marvel movie with the possibility of appearances in other like future Marvel movies. Well, they're going to have to have him for one more ensemble movie, I think. I think they need him for Spider-Man 3, and they'll need him for another ensemble. Well, I'm saying that's what the, the deal for sure says. Three, and then another Marvel film with the possibility of appearances in other films. So I'm thinking Fantastic Four, I'm thinking Deadpool 3. Because They'll get it figured out. Once, once this one makes a jillion dollars, they'll all... Yeah, this whole thing will start over again. I trust no one at this point. Yeah, I mean, it was all, I think it was all one big act. But whatever, we got Spider-Man back in the MCU. A lot of people, you know, 
actually a lot of people that I've talked to online don't even really like Tom Holland as <laughs> Spider-Man, which is really, it was funny to see. There was just I think like, he's uh, really good. I thought it was really good too. Of course, you know, like I think he's really, I think he's per, he's the perfect Peter Parker. I, I mean, he's really good. I enjoy they it. all put the Spider-Man suit on. They're all just, you know what I mean? They're in costume, but like yeah. as Peter Parker, dude, he is really, yeah. That's why I think Spider-Man far from bad was actually a pretty damn good movie. If you take all the Spider-Man stuff out of it, because as Peter Parker, that movie was yeah. really good. There's a Peter Parker movie. It wasn't my favorite Spider-Man movie, but it was entertaining. I, I mean, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It's the best Peter Parker. Movie. I feel like Homecoming was so good that it wasn't fair for that movie to come out, though. I bought it on DVD, and I don't do that. I only yeah. do that if movies are good. Same, same. Yeah, I just feel like it wasn't fair. Oh well, we get a third one, so maybe they'll knock it out of the park. Hopefully, because it's what Doc Ock, it's Spider-Man Three. I would imagine they do something with Norman Osborn. Doc Ock. I would imagine they do Green Goblin. Green Goblin is Spider-Man's biggest arch nemesis. I know, but I would love to see Doc Ock. But why? Doc Ock was perfect in Spider-Man 2. He was. That's why I want to see it again. I would like to see a perfect Green Goblin. I haven't done that yet. They botched it twice. <laughs> mm. William Defoe, that Iron Man Green Goblin sucked. <laughs> hey, man, it, you thought it was amazing because you had never seen anything else. William Defoe was a great actor, though. He was a great Norman Osborn. It just, I did not like the robot. I didn't like the robot suit back then. Mm. It's so lame. Okay, so that's out of the way. There's no more news. There, I'm sure there's tons of news, but we don't have any of that. So let's go. To real quick before we go into yeah. that, since we talked about Last of Us last week, I mm-hmm. want to update. I don't know if you guys have been following up with um, Naughty Dog and some of the folks that work there. Uh, some of the tweets that came out um, talking about that there would not be a multiplayer released with the game. Not yet. Um, and then they came out and said that there would be a multiplayer, but they're going to be separate because they're both big endeavors. Yeah. My prediction. Prediction time. Uh, it will release on PS4 without a multiplayer, and when PS5 is released the remastered version will come with the multiplayer. Most people don't care about that because they love the campaign so much. I do too, but I'm a multiplayer junkie, as you guys know, so I'm a little disappointed, but I'll leave it at that. You don't think they'll add it as just like a DLC? You think they'll wait till the PS5 comes out? Yeah, I don't think it'll be ready. I don't think it's done. I think they're probably just now working on it. Because it says they, they, they're still hiring people for their multiplayer team. Like They have ads out to hire people to work on multiplayer. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Like, that means it's not even done. Like, they haven't even started. So That's crazy. Whatever. Yeah. I've never played the multiplayer, so I can't... Um, well, we're going to. Yeah, I can't comment on that. But hopefully it comes out. Hopefully it's good. I know a lot of people are upset that it's not coming out. A lot of people are upset that it's not an open world game, even though it doesn't really need it to be need, I don't. Game. Yeah, it would ruin the integrity yeah. of the game. Yeah. So. But, hey, it's a free game in the month. You're getting it. So we'll play. Yeah. And, it, and the, so the first one was... it's. It's linear, you know, it, you have a certain direction you need to go, but there is an open environment Yes, in each one. I don't feel like it, I feel like open world, that just, I don't know. I don't really like open world games. I mean, I do, but it, it's been overdone. I feel like the only really open world games that work for me are like the Grand Theft Auto, like that company. They're Spider-Man they're, needs to be open world. It's not? It is. I'm just saying Spider-Man needs to be an open world uh-huh. game. It only works as an open world yeah, game because... Yeah. What's the point? He's, you know, he's a web slinger. Um, all right, that's enough Spider-Man. Okay, so we're going to talk about 
the Friday night fights for the month of September, right? Yep. Okay, so the first week of September, who did we have? I, I don't have my picture pulled up anymore. Green Lantern versus Nova. Ah, we have Hal Jordan versus Richard Ryder. So they're both similar um, similar characters. As I think they're like almost one of them. I think Nova has to be based off of Green Lantern because they both work for a core. They both uh, have cosmic powers. They both deal with, you know, the big space battles. They're like space police. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so what, do you, what are your first impressions of the two characters? I know you probably don't know a lot about old school Nova, but I know you, you know about Green I Lantern. Mean, We'll start with Nova. I know that he has, you know, he's out of Xandar, and so they're they have the Nova Force, which is what gives them their powers. Um, other than that, I've never really read much about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but just from what I do know, so I'll just give my two cents. He gets his he that suit that he wears like gives him life support, right? It's a life supporting suit, and all of his stuff comes from like Xandar, whereas Green Lantern is part of like the whole universe universe police and his ring gives him power, but their willpower and their mind is, can make them as creative and as strong as they can be. So I think that's what gives green lantern the edge. Like he can okay. be three dimensional, whereas yeah. Nova's only two dimensional. Well, there's a little discrepancy there. That's just the movie. So then the movie, they're just from Xandar and, in the comic books, they are a, a police force for the actual universe. And the suit is, isn't what really gives them their power. It's the energy it's transferred into the actual person. The suit helps kind of regulate it and also, you know, keeps them able to breathe in space and stuff like that. So, see, he can't. Oh, well, I guess neither can Green Lantern. The Lanterns no, can't breathe in space. Not without either. the ring. Right. They're covered. Yeah. So, yeah. Their, their powers are an energy source. The Nova Force is, is just. is kind of like the energy from the the ring except for the green lantern basically his signature power is the ability to conjure up constructs so it's like solid green objects that any green lantern can control it it goes about whatever you know it bases off of the personality so john stewart was in the military so he uses like tanks guns things like that uh kyle rayner was an architect, so he does buildings and thing and all kinds of things like that. Hal Jordan, he does pretty. He does a lot of planes. He does planes. He does like He's giant giant boxing gloves, things like that. Baseball bats. He's like a, a an all American guy, so he uses things like that. Real quick, uh-huh. why Hal Jordan? Um, Hal Jordan is probably he was like one of the first Green Lanterns of Earth. He's a lot of people they consider him the best one. I don't. Is he? This, is there any? Uh, is there any publication where John Stewart or any of the other Green Lanterns and Hal face off? Uh, yeah, yeah. How Hal Jordan becomes evil in a series called Oh man, I'm going to get ripped apart for not knowing this. Um, yeah, he he becomes evil. For a little while, and basically has to take on everybody. Yeah, I guess uh, they beat him. Of course, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's the best, honestly. And even how Jordan says he's not the best. Who's the best? In your opinion, Kyle Rayner is, is my favorite Green Lantern. I don't know a lot about Kyle. What was his? What did he do before he became the Ring? Chose him. He was an architect. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. You did just say that. Yeah, he's an architect. He's he's had a, a, a long story. I could do probably a whole episode about Kyle Rayner, but you know, there's multiple ring colors that have different mm-hmm. um different attributes, you know, like willpower is green. And Kyle Rayner's used all of them. He was one of the only white lanterns, which is like the power of hope. And he also had so all the rings also have like these uh not creatures, but these spirits that control it, like the phalanx is the one for yellow and it's evil. Right. And, he, and he's what took over how Jordan made him evil back in the day. Well, the, the Kyle Rayner was the only one to embody the Green Lantern one. And he became a character called Ion, which made him the most powerful Green Lantern in history. And Hal Jordan never did that. So suck on that, Hal Jordan. <laughs> I think I think just I, I favor the lanterns here slash Hal Jordan. This is just because I think they're the mind. They're like you said, willpower, but their mind is mm-hmm. really their weapon. I think. I mean, yeah. what do you think? Uh, who do I think wins? Yeah. In Green Lantern versus Nova, I have to say Nova wins. And this is my unbi. I like Green Lanterns. Like I said, Kyle Rayner is one of my favorite DC characters. Hal Jordan's okay. I like Guy Gardner. Hal Jordan might be my out of all the Earths. Green Lanterns. Hal Jordan might be my least favorite. Mm. I think I think it goes Kyle Rayner, John Stewart, Guy Gardner, then Hal Jordan. I don't know. <laughs> if you have if you disagree out there, let me know your rankings. So um, why does what what is what gives Nova the edge? So Nova has the ability to okay. So not only does he have uh, flight, superhuman strength, speed, durability, and um, his suit gives him life support. It uh, it also heals him. It's just basic life, complete like life support system. Uh, I don't think that Green Lantern has that. I know that the ring will heal him, but I, I don't think it works like that. Yeah, I don't think it does either. Yeah, like uh, there at one point in one of the animated movies, he breaks his arm when they're fighting Darkseid, and he has to basically construct a sling for his arm. So I don't think it heals him. Basically, Nova is Captain or Iron Man and Green Lantern combined. Uh, I mean, no, no, <laughs> is but he also, uh, if you know about the Green Lantern, Green Lanterns, he has to recharge his battery. Or his lantern. He can't, he doesn't have an unlimited source of energy. So they have to constantly be at full power or they have to be charged. So that's a weakness of his. He can run out of power. Nova doesn't. Well, what Nova, he does uh, in theory, but one of his powers is he can absorb energy directed against him, oh, which that's... that's everything that Green Lantern so has. He's also to Bishop. So he can absorb all that energy and then release it as, yeah, just like Bishop does, except Bishop is more like kinetic energy. So I respectfully reserve the right to change my mind on this one. So he beats him not saying, you know, and it's, it it would be a good fight, you know, but they're both military guys. If you think about it like that, you know, they're both used to fighting in space. So it would be a good fight, but I think it's the same thing. The same reason why, my unpopular opinion on why I think the Hulk beats Superman is because the Hulk doesn't tap out. He only gets stronger. Yep. And, and we know that Superman has a limit because Doomsday killed him. 
I, I agree. I think Hulk smashes Superman, but we'll save yeah. that one for another. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that might be next month, but uh, yeah. So that's why I think he, he may run out of power, but he can absorb power and all the energy that all the only thing that Green Lantern can throw at him is energy. Right. So he's got, <laughs> he's basically has jumper cables on the outside yeah. of the suit all the time. Yeah. So they would bat, he would have to get into a fist. Hal Jordan would have to get into a fist fight with Richard Ryder, no powers, and then he could win. What um where where were the pull lights at on this one? The pull listers said it was about fifty fifty. Uh, I think it leaned towards Green Lantern. I think it did too. I think it leaned towards Green Lantern, but uh, you know, not everybody has the facts. And I know that I'm kind of shoddy on the facts. I'm sorry. My notes were like uh way more in detail than like I don't have notes that I can glance at. For some reason I have really in detail (laughs) well the thing is everybody that said green liner now know that you're wrong lex said you were wrong so i do think you're wrong yeah but you know and and some of these you're not going to agree with anybody out there let me know if you don't all right and i'll explain to you how you're wrong moving on to the next fight who do we have next this this one seemed a little more one-sided um clayface versus venom yeah clayface versus venom so real quick real quick just for you to know I think Venom won this by the pull lighters. Yeah. Should we wait till the end again? Do it like yeah, we did yeah, last we'll time? Do it. We'll do that at the okay. end. Uh, let me give you a little backstory oh, on the character. <laughs> so Eddie Brock is the host of an alien symbiote that grants him superpowers. He has uh, strength, super durability, super speed. He can turn invisible. A lot of his powers, he mimics Spider-Man since Spider-Man was the first host of the symbiote. He's pretty durable, though. He's been known to withstand a punch from the Incredible Hulk, which we know it messed him up in the issue that I'm thinking about. But still, I thought he tried to latch onto the Hulk. That's a different issue. That's a a, a new in the absolute carnage current series. Yeah. Spoiler alert. This is just a sidebar. Because Hulk had to take on Venom. To well, beat Carnage, Carnage right? Well, Carnage is, Carnage is back, and whoever has interacted with the symbiote in the past, Carnage is coming to basically bring them back into the hive and make them like all Carnage spawns. And so he's coming, you know, every, a lot of people in the Marvel Universe has had the symbiote at, at some point, so he's looking at Spider-Man, Captain America, Wolverine. and Carnage is a bad dude. Yeah. And so Venom and Spider-Man are there they're coming up with this thing, Bruce Banner and all these heroes are together coming up with this way to kind of cleanse these people of, it's called a codex of the symbiote. And so they're trying to cleanse all these people. And Eddie Brock says to Bruce Banner, like, Hey man, I'm sorry. I don't know if I've ever infected you. And, and Bruce Banner says, you know, I'm one of the only people that have never been, you know, taken over by the symbiote. And then the challenge accepted. Well, Eddie Brock doesn't want to fight carnage at the end. He wants to protect his son. Spoiler alert. And uh, so then the Venom symbiote leaves him and latches on to Bruce Banner. Carnage stabs Bruce Banner in the heart, killing him. But if you know anything about the Immortal Hulk, it's like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing right now. So whenever Bruce Banner dies, he just turns into the Hulk. And then that's where we're at. So we'll find out what happens next week. That's the very end of the issue. Mm. So if you haven't seen it, if you haven't read it, I'm sorry. (laughs) You just got spoiled. But yeah, he's been able to withstand a punch from the Hulk. He can make weapons from his symbiotic suit. His strength has been able, you know, he's, I've seen him lift up, not personally, but I've seen him lift up the Ferris wheel. He's moving like, some people say he moves at the speed of sound, which 
I don't know. His he is vulnerable to fire and sound though. Yeah. So those are his weaknesses. Sound, high sound waves and, is uh, yeah. Fire. He's he's a beast. He's a beast. He's been one of my favorite characters. I think he's a fan favorite. He's one of my favorite characters from when I was a kid. He's just a cool character, man. Clayface is a little less probably not as popular or as known. I remember him from Batman animated yeah. DC or animated series, the second best animated yeah. series ever made, by the way. And yeah, uh, oh, you just said yeah, you agree. So, well, I mean, that's your opinion. <laughs> Clayface is a shape shifting villain. Obviously, he terrorizes Gotham City. He can shape shift into anything. He can use his clay exterior to make weapons. So basically, his whole body is like he has super strength. Solid. Yeah, he's like a solid. You know, he increases size. He's like Sandman, but with clay. I think face value Venom looks like the obvious victor, but I don't know. I mean, Clayface is a shapeshifter, so in my head, in my head, the reason why I pit them against each other is because they're both kind of that uh, absorbing. Yeah, like goopy, and there's no host for Clayface. So for me, it's hard to beat something like that. You guys are both that uh, kind of slimy exterior. Because can the symbiote, can can he pair with Clayface? I mean, to me, that's the only way you beat him, right? You just take over him. No, no. I mean, Venom's a pretty, you know, he's a brawler. He's, he's I don't think that's the only way he beats people. I think he usually, he can beat people down. And, and I feel like once he loses, once he gets off of Eddie Brock, then that's a weakness right there because he's, pretty much attached to Eddie Brock. And if he loses Eddie Brock, then he's going to become weak and you just set him on fire with flames. I don't know. But uh, Clayface also doesn't feel pain. So yeah, he just re he just reanimates. If you punch a hole in him, he just reanimates. That's tough. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, man, I think I'm going to go with Clayface because I don't think you can kill him. Really? I don't think you really, I don't think you beat him. Like, this is one of those fights where we're looking for like the knockout punch, but these two, the way they're constructed, doesn't really work. It's yeah. If you, t- if, if you tell me Venom, if you tell me Venom can ho- can merge with Clayface and Clayface can host him, then that's to me that's Venom taking over and pseudo winning. But if not, I'd say Clayface because after a while, mm-hmm. Venom's probably gonna be like, you know what, fuck this, I'm, I'm not beating him. I'm just gonna leave. Yeah. And I think it's for in my answer, my opinion is I feel like it's a situational thing. So if they're fighting by the Hudson River, I think more times than not, I think Venom wins. And my reasoning is because Venom's more of a warrior. And this is just from what I've read on Clayface. I'm not saying Clayface doesn't have the ability to become that warrior, but I, I haven't seen him be like that. To me, uh, Venom is more of the... Just like like I said, a tenacious warrior. He's he can turn his hands into blades, and he just he doesn't stop. He attacks. He's strong. He's fast. You know, he's basically invulnerable as well. And, and so I feel like he just wouldn't let up. And I think that Clayface would be the one to retreat, giving Venom the victory. Even if Venom's, even if Venom is not, let's just say Eddie Brock. Even if he's not paired with Eddie Brock at the time of the fight. Who would he be paired just, with? Though? I mean, we're talking anybody. We're, just we're talking anybody about Eddie Brock, Venom. Though. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. My bad. Okay, so if we're talking about. Yeah, Eddie we're not Brock, just Venom, talking yeah. about Symbia because that's that's lame. Yeah, the Symbia by itself isn't very like when he was because at one point in the comic books he was tied with uh, Mac Gargan, which is the Scorpion. He but he was an idiot, and he just wasn't very good. Mm. Eddie Brock to me is 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 Venom. 
I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I think in combat, Venom just just chops up Clayface. Yeah. But remember, Clayface can reanimate, and okay. any parts of him, if I'm not mistaken, if any of the parts of him get flung off, they can merge onto a human and like turn them into, you know, they can. He kind of like a symbiote. It takes over the person and turns them. I don't into know if he can do that. Um, I know that he can create like he can separate himself like he can split himself in half and split his con- consciousness in half to maybe that's to what i'm getting at he can, them, but can... i don't think he can take people over but even then i just feel like venom is just like one of those savage fighters that uh that just takes it you know and i think more times than not again i, I think it's a situation how this fight is situational well that being said, yeah. if we look at the uh, pull lighters, which I spoiled this just a second ago, eighty-two percent, uh, I think, for Venom. There was a story where Venom fought Sandman, and this is my this might be where people are referencing the from, and uh, I don't know why. And I don't remember the story very well. I'll have to look it up, and then I'll I'll bring it up later. But Venom bites Sandman, and and it incapacitates him. And he beats him. So people, in theory, are saying if he can do that to Sandman, which is basically the same character, then, of course, he beats Clayface. And I'll have to look that up to know the exact issue where he does it, and I'll look that up in a second while we're talking about the uh, the third week fight, which is... I know you have it, so... Third week is... Deadpool and Deathstroke, my favorite one of the month. Yeah, this is a good. This is for me. This is a good one because this is a age old conversation. And see, these are my answers to these questions aren't what I would choose. Like I would say, in my opinion, that Clayface, in theory, could beat Venom. But in but you know, if I use what I've learned or not learned, but read in comic books, this is that you know, this is what I'm basing my opinion off of. So, what are your thoughts on? I mean, basically, you know them being the same character who came first though the chicken or the egg for those who may not know i believe deathstroke came first so funny thing is these comic book folks copy themselves so deathstroke slade wilson deadpool wade wilson yeah say they and i feel like uh when it's cross company like that they do it as a way to kind of take a jab at the other uh, company and both of their backstories are very similar they were both special forces badass elite human physical abilities mm-hmm. soldiers right yeah deadpool had the uh x-men route mm-hmm. taken where they you know basically gave him his powers deathstroke correct me fill me in on the gaps here because i know you know more than this actually yeah. had some serum not super soldier serum like captain america but did have a, a serum that he was given that enhances his Physical ability, uh, mental ability. Basically, he can use 89% of his brain. Yeah. That's what makes him... It makes him It makes him a little bit stronger than the... So the serum that they gave him, it was mainly for his cognitive ability. He uses uh, 90 to 100% of his brain in given times. But the serum also makes him a, a slight bit stronger than the average human. But pair that with his extensive uh, training as an assassin, it, he basically uses the maximum potential of his brain. Yeah, I mean, he's a, I mean, he's a weapons expert, uh, hand-to-hand expert. He knows, like, all the forms yeah. of martial art, everything. Every, I mean, know, he, is, art, yeah. he is the man. And he's kind of, you know, he, not photographic memory and, like, task, mask, task master, you know, kind of way, but it, the way he assesses everything because he uses so much of his brain... It helps him plan out next, you know, 
next moves and moves after well, and, that. Well, and like you were, were you talking about this before we started recording, you know, he is basically giving the Teen Titans hell right now here lately. And yeah. and as we mm-hmm. discussed, and you can fill people in, he's beaten Batman before, and he's beaten the Justice League before. Those are tall feats, yeah. people. Yeah. Those are tall sure. feats. Yeah. He's he's stolen the Speed Force from Kid Flash, and he used the Speed Force for himself. Uh, he's done a lot of things. Uh, a lot of people will hate the you know the, the different runs where he beats the Justice League. They don't think things like that are true, but it, it happened. Whether we I like mean, the stories or not, things, and like you said, happen. Batman is one of the smartest detective you know problem solvers in the DC, and this guy uses a hundred percent of his brain. So I think it's very probable that yeah. he. To me, he's basically an evil Batman. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say with a slight edge, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I like him. He's one of my favorite DC villains. He's um, one of the best. Yeah, I mean, honestly. And the thing is, he's a mercenary. So yeah, so he's for hire. So he works for whoever's well, there's paying there's been him. times that <laughs> there was a very good exchange. And I, damn it, I should have looked. I didn't think about it until just now. But where he's going to kill someone. Batman's there, you know, trying to solve a case. And Deathstroke and Batman are going to fight, but instead Batman just pays Deathstroke to just leave. He's just like, hey man, whatever it is, I'll double it. Just, I don't have time for this. And he says, okay. And then he just leaves. Ultra professional. So it's like, I don't have time to fight you. This would last, you know, hours and it should be a big waste of our time. So just here, take this, go away. And their fights (laughs) are lengthy. Yeah. Big time. Because like, you know, they're equals except, I feel like Deadpool or Deathstroke has that extra edge because he's willing to do things that Batman won't. Wade Wilson, on the other hand, um, you know, Merc with a mouth. I think the way his character was written was to make a joke of Deathstroke. Deathstroke, absolutely, absolutely. Deathstroke is super serious. Uh, Deadpool, completely opposite. Yeah. And what kind of name is Deadpool? You know what I mean? Like it's almost a jab at the name Deathstroke. It is. Like, it's Stroke. One hundred percent. Deadpool was based off of, uh, based off of Deathstroke. Now, and if you can, if you do a comparison for me, I think Deadpool is not as clean. Like I think he's sloppy, kind of compared to Deathstroke. But the reason I think he's sloppy is because he doesn't ever die. Well, that's one of his. That's one of his. In my, in my thoughts of it, that's one of his pluses. That's one of his strengths is that he's a little bit more reckless. Uh, because of his durability. So you can literally chop him up into pieces and he doesn't die. Yeah. There was a, a one of the Deadpool books where he was fighting an assassin and the, uh, the assassin knew that he couldn't kill Deadpool. So he took out all of the bones of his body and he was still alive. Stupid. So, and yeah. he has the ability to break the fourth wall. Yeah. He, He's aware. I, I really don't like that character, but you know, I'm not a fan of Deadpool. I do like the movies. But I'm just not. For those of you who aren't aware of that, breaking the fourth wall, basically he knows he's a comic book character. Mm-hmm. He talks to the readers. There's a few. Who else is Howard the Ducks can break the fourth wall? Who else can break the fourth wall? Um, there's a couple. Howard the Duck. I mean, there's probably more than a couple, but just yeah, off the top of my head, I know. There's a character Howard called the Impossible Man that does the um, ambush bug. He's a DC character. It just makes it fun for the reader. It's just a little extra. But in this fight, yeah, for me. Like it should be Deathstroke, but Deadpool can't die. So even with 100% of his brain, mm-hmm. how do you kill somebody who can't be killed? Yeah. Um, I agree with you. 
And so let's go. So main power. Let's just. I'm gonna go down this list with these characters because I feel like it's so close. Um, main power. I'm gonna give it to Deathstroke. Honestly, he again he has a heightened strength. I don't think Deadpool has any heightened strength. No, I think he has peak human strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has that that insane above Wolverine healing. Like, character. and let's let's be clear, folks. Just and this is, and I know mm-hmm. Lex will will echo my opinion here. Elite human strength and and um, enhanced strength are not the same thing. No, 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 no. Because Batman's like peak human strength. Yes, but then you have Captain America, who is strong. Who's, who's as who's as strong as like twenty men? Yeah, he's he's superhuman. He has super soldier strength, which is insane. Because you know, it doesn't sound like okay. So you know, being Captain America's strength doesn't compare to Superman's strength. But if you think about being as strong as twenty men, that's that's pretty fucking nuts, man. You know. Oh. I mean, that's why they, I mean, think about cars, how many horsepower that's, you know, yeah. this car is 700 horsepower. That's the equivalent to set, you know, that's insane. But, so enhanced strength would be somewhere in between Captain America and, and any cross and, uh, peak human strength. Have they ever fought Deathstroke? Captain no, America? I don't think so. Then they might have. They I mean, we know, we know who, would, we know who would yeah, win that. I'm so. sure Captain America would win. Um, that's main ex- like external power. I think that uh, Deadpool takes that just because again, you know, uh, Deathstroke's not going to just take a bunch of machine guns to the body while he's running at you. I feel like Deadpool will, and it doesn't matter. I feel like he's just like a not an unstoppable force, but he's just like a, a constant force because he does have the skill. He does have, you know, he he's really oh, good. He- Yes, and remember what what uh, series was that where Deadpool killed everybody? Remember? Oh yeah, yeah he's he done that. Yeah, he's done that a few times. But that, and that's the thing, he has the skill, and he also can be more reckless because it doesn't matter if he gets shot in the head. That's the thing; he can get shot straight in the head, and it doesn't it just matter. keep going. It doesn't matter. Like I think it throws him off for a second, but then it doesn't matter. Let's go experience. I think Deathstroke takes it. He has. I think he's done more serious missions more serious fights than Deadpool. Uh, and I just think that he's older, I think, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he's probably older. He's probably older. He's old. He has white hair. Um, personality, I, I honestly think that Deadpool might win this for the majority because everybody thinks he's funny. And he's Ryan Reynolds, basically. So, yeah. I mean, Deathstroke's super serious. So, yeah. he doesn't, you know, serious personalities are boring. Yeah, for sure. To me, Deadpool's a, a rated R version of The Flash. Yeah. The equipment, I think they're both the same. They both use guns. They both and use swords. swords. Yeah, yeah, so there's no real difference in that. Durability, obviously, by a by a long shot, there's no comparison. Uh, yeah, by, by eternity. Yeah, Deadpool is basically immortal. Uh, even though he has cancer, it doesn't really matter. So it's one of those things, like, he's immortal, but they give him cancer. <laughs> so it's like... What uh, if his... What if, what if Deadpool's... Weakness was the cure to cancer. Well, I think that's really that's initially they gave him that cure for cancer, and it sparked his uh, mutant gene, and that's why his face mutated so bad. And then he has like an insane healing, you know. Ability. Yeah, it's, it's Wolverine's on roids. Yeah, for sure. On roids. Um, I don't know. In this, I think without the healing factor, instantly. Deathstroke would take it. I don't think instantly. Uh, I think pretty. I think it'd be a pretty quick fight. Really? 
without his healing factor, he can't be as reckless. But he so, would be aware of it. He would be aware that he... Yeah, but I'm saying, but how much experience does he have fighting recklessly opposed to fighting not recklessly? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so take his healing factor out of the equation. He's going to have to rethink his steps. Deathstroke has had his entire life to fight the way he fights. He's obviously the more skilled combatant. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's true. But, but... But at the end of the day, Deadpool's still the winner. Yep. There's no way that, that he one... doesn't... It doesn't lose. That one on the the Wednesday pullers were that was pretty still pretty close, but I think yeah, Deadpool was fifties uh, and the fifty percent, so that would have yeah, put Deadstroke in the forty eights. Yeah, fifty two to forty eight. Yeah. Deadpool took it, and that's one of the ones that I agree on. I agree. So, uh, yeah, that's that one. And for the last week of the month, which is still technically have, going on, yeah, it actually is. So yeah, we'll still go ahead. By the time you listen to it, you know, yeah, but. Yeah, we have we have kind of an idea where it's going, and but let's talk Batman Beyond, Terry McGinnis, the future Batman against Miguel O'Hara, Spider Man two thousand ninety nine. Okay, so Spider Man two thousand ninety nine came out in nineteen ninety two. It was one of the first two thousand ninety nine series to be published. He was a futuristic hero that went at odds with the mega corporation Alchemex, and so Alchemex is what Murph hates it's basically disney it's a company that produces and sells every product under the sun i mean cities military weapons tupperware everything it's basically disney and he works for that company but uh you know in his alter ego he works there but then when he's spider-man he combats them pretty much his his becoming of spider-man it's pretty much the same way Peter Parker happened, right? At the company, correct? He was at the company. Yeah. He got uh, spliced with the spider. Jeans got spliced with the spider. And uh, yeah, then he, he basically... So his powers are pretty much the same as Spider-Man's, except he has organic webs and he has like these spikes that are kind of like claws that come out of his fingers. So um, yeah, super strength, durability, crazy reflexes, can stick to walls. Uh, I I don't remember if he has a spider sense. I think he has something like a spider sense, and but yeah, he's basically Spider Man yeah, of the future. I can't remember if he does or doesn't either. I don't remember. I think he I think he has something like it. It's like the Peter Tingle. I hate that they called God, it. That's so dumb. I hate that. I hate so much that they called it that. Um, and Batman Beyond was produced by Bruce Tim, the guy behind the animated series, uh, the original man animated series. He was set in a futuristic Gotham City near uh, of the year. I don't even remember the year. I don't remember. But uh, it was basically, it was continuing from the Batman animated series way into the future. It has all new villains, all new al- uh, allies for Batman. So it has Superman still in it, but it's, you know, it has a new Green Lantern, a new Hawkman. There's a new set of Jokers out Since there. Everything of 20 years after the okay. last Batman sighting. Because, you know, Bat- Bruce Wayne's oh, wow. in it. He's just hella old. He's just, yeah, he's like a super old man. And I feel like the animated series was set back in the day, so the future might be like right now. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Batman, to be honest. I don't, I don't know why. I remember watching it. So Batman, the animated series ended, and then this was the next one that came on. Maybe it's because I was getting yeah. older. I don't Maybe. know. I just, I didn't get into it. Like, I remember the Batman animated series I watched passionately. This one, I tried yeah. to do that, and it just... I don't know. I enjoyed Batman the Animated Series, or Batman Beyond. I realized really quickly, and a lot of people hate this argument of mine, but that it was 
very much so they took Spider-Man and Spider-Man's story and Spider-Man's, well, not so much Spider-Man's stories, but they made him Spider-Man. They took Spider-Man's villains and adapted them for the show. So he has a character, he has a villain named Spellbinder, uh, who's basically like Mysterio. He has a, a, a villain called Shriek, who has the Sonic Blasters like Shocker. He had, they have a villain named Ink, who's basically like the uh, Venom. And all his, all of his rogues gallery are basically versions of Spider-Man's <laughs> rogue gallery. So I, I didn't like that, but uh, I enjoyed the story. Batman's in it. So where are you at on the so Terry uh, McGinnis? McGinnis, mm-hmm. he is he's another elite Olympic level athlete of a person. He's been trained by Bruce Wayne, so that does that does give him an advantage. Do I think he can hang? And before that, he was a like a a punk. So he street yeah. fights. So he knew how to fight like he's he's resourceful. Yeah, he knew how to fight like in the streets. He had so, street smarts. Do I think he could hang with Spider Man? Yes, enough to get himself out of there if he's smart. Yeah, because other than that, I don't think he stands a chance to go toe to toe. Keep in mind, this uh, Batman, he's not just in a cape and cow. He's in a complete, basically Batman of the future in Iron Man suit with Bruce Wayne in his ear the entire time. That's to me what gives him the again. Edge. To me, that's it's a, all that is enough with to the suit, not. He has super strength with that killed. suit. He can fly with, uh, you know, he has other gadgets on that suit. I don't know, but then you're looking. But then the, this Spider Man is not Peter Parker Spider Man. It's twenty ninety nine yeah. Spider. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I don't so know. Do I still give the edge. I, I still think Spider Man takes this. Yeah, I'd have to really think about it. Uh, and this because it's so so. Recent, we it's only been a few days since we put it out. I haven't really got to think about it too much, but honestly, I would say that uh, I would say, I would say Batman wins. I think Bruce Wayne can defeat anybody with time, and so yes, he is in his ear, and he would probably have you know be analyzing and things like that. I just, I mean, Superman is a high physical strength character people yeah. don't realize people underestimate superman strength like he can physically spider-man or superman spider-man did i say superman yeah i meant to say spider-man i was like no one no one doubts superman strength he's the strongest talking about spider-man like people people don't realize like spider-man's strength is i'm not gonna say he's hulk level but he can i'd like to see spider-man hulk fight yeah i mean he would get crushed but I mean, the Hulk wins every yeah. time, but that's that's how like yeah, Spider Man could surprise. He's you. definitely strong. He's punched the Hulk out before. Great Hulk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I think Bruce Wayne being in his ear uh, gives him is the being, advantage. Is yeah, what it's makes like it. two people basically. Like if you're fighting someone, and then there's another pair of eyes telling you, "Hey, watch out for this." Oh, hey, I've, I've assessed okay. the situation. Spider Man has spider sense. Does he? Yeah, it's true. Does this one have spider sense? Does he? I don't. I from what I looked up, he doesn't. Again, Batman. That's and I hate to be the person that talks about that, but again, and that Batman was uh, the older Batman's way more intense than the younger Batman. Yeah, he's like kind of he's kind of Deadpool-y, like goofy yeah. and like, are you sure we should do this? And just kind of like having yeah. fun, beating people up. Like it's kind of like okay, but whatever. He's, but he's still good. He's good. I won't yeah. say he's not good. Yeah. I just think. Uh, 
Where are the fans at on this one? I haven't even looked. They're leaning. They're leaning towards Spider Man. Leaning towards Spider Man, and it, it's probably because of his increased strength. But that's probably too. You just take face value. Yeah. You know what I mean, well, like and listening, and listening to you talk just now is wanting me to change my mind, yeah. but I still has it closed the gap. Definitely. But now, I if you still, take, now, if you take, and it's only because of Bruce Wayne. If you take Bruce Wayne out of out of it. I think it'd be a good fight, but I would say that Spider-Man wins. I mean, there could be an instance where he could take a shot to his head, his helmet, you know, and lose Spider-Man Bruce. Is, the Spider-Man would probably win, but if that doesn't happen, I don't, I don't see him losing. I see the the technology, the being trained by the bat, and because honestly, 2099 doesn't have the gadgets, you know. So with the right placement of the gadgets, again, yeah. Bruce in his ear telling them, hey, do this right now. You need to move. Things like that. Uh, he takes it. But if he has a spider sense, I wonder if he can sense him telling him those things. Yeah. And then that's a, that would be a thing. If you guys out there know if he has a spider sense or not, it's been a long time. It, even if they, they, they did redo Spider-Man 2099 or he came into. So Spider-Man 2099 came to the main 616 timeline to prevent the events that created the world that he lived in in 2099. So um, I, I don't know. I didn't read too much of it. Uh, I'm yeah, there's another one I couldn't get into. I don't know. For some reason, the futuristic stuff, I just – and I like sci-fi, but I couldn't – Yeah, I do like his suit. His suit was always cool. I remember that as a kid. Yeah, maybe I'm just a sucker for the OGs. I don't know. And so he's Okay, so what I'm looking up, he is a genius. He has a genius-level intellect. He didn't take combat training, but he has his own effective uh, fighting style because he's smart. Um, let's see. Well, that gives Batman an advantage there because yeah. he does have combat fighting. Yep. Speed, agility, strength equal to that of the original Spider-Man. So he can lift 10 to 15 tons. He can lift, yeah. So it's pretty strong. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything about... A sp- ah, here it is. Unlike the original Spider-Man, Miguel does not possess an extrasensory spider sense that warns him of incoming threats. Mm-hmm. And instead, he possesses enhanced vision and hearing. So he he could so, hear. So, so he can see in com- he can see in complete dark darkness and accurately perceive and zoom in on people and objects from great distances away. Okay. Can, and if he has super hearing, can he hear Bruce Wayne talking to him? I don't know. His enhanced vision causes him to be extremely light sensitive, though. So, what if he what if he what if he throws out a flash? You know, grenade, boom, a flash battery, knockout. <laughs> yeah, knockout. I think it'd be a good fight. I'd like to see. Uh, I feel like these characters are both equal, and so over there at Bat in the Sun, they did a video of this. Uh, I watched it earlier today before we walked, before we prepped for this, and uh, they have batman winning hmm. but it was a good fight with spider-man getting most of the blows but exactly how i imagined in my head it would be more well bat strategic yeah. for batman yeah he's rather than, he's analyzing yeah rather than trying to go blow for blow he's trying to instead of getting more hits he's trying to get the knockout hit the right hit yeah so and that's kind of what happens and that's how i you know that's how i imagine it if you don't agree out there I would love to talk to you about it. I'd love to interact with you. So comment on any of the posts. Yeah, that was uh, all the fights. And this was a little shoddy, folks. Next month, I'll have more more uh, of a structured setup. 
Um, but yeah, that's it. And we will see. I think this is it, right, Murph? Are we drain circling? I think we're circling the drain. <laughs> so go uh, smash that like button. and uh, <laughs> Smash that like and subscribe. We will see you guys next week for Murph's Choice. It's a mystery. I don't even know what he's going to talk about, folks. So uh, we'll see you Nobody then. Nobody knows. We'll see you then. Later, guys. Hey guys, I wanted to take another quick second and say thank you for stopping by and listening to me and Murph's nonsense. If you really want to support the podcast, take a screenshot of this episode right now and post it on your story. Tag us and we'll repost it. See you guys next week.